What's up, everybody? Ashley here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever it is you are. Welcome to Love Me, and thank you for joining me for another episode. And for access to all things Love Me, go follow me on IG at the Art of Ashley with underscores in between. That's at the underscore art underscore of underscore Ashley on IG. Just click the link in the bio for access to Facebook, merch, and to see the ways that we can start loving ourselves more because I post daily posts, I do polls, and I do questions on things that you want to hear in this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate it. If this is your first time listening, here we talk about empowering ourselves through self-love, awareness, and becoming a better version of ourselves despite the adversities that we face on a daily basis or even generationally, whether that's transgenerationally or any type of generational trauma. And a part of being able to do this is truly embracing ourselves and increasing our emotional intelligence. And this episode, underlay, underlay, mommy, yeah, yeah, emotional intelligence. Where the emotional intelligence at tonight? Thank you for not laughing at me, for laughing like Kawhi Leonard all the time and continuing to listen. In this episode, we're going to talk about what emotional intelligence is, how it benefits us, and we're going to touch on a few ways that we can enhance it. Now, most people, when they hear the word intelligence, they're thinking about IQ and smarts. So regular IQ intelligence versus emotional intelligence, you know, it's more knowledge-based and smarts for IQ, but whereas emotional intelligence is more so how you understand your own emotions and how you interact with other people as well with those emotions. So that can mean things like empathy, self-awareness, internal motivation, and other things that we're going to talk about. All right. So emotional intelligence was created by these three gentlemen, roughly 1989-1990, and their names were Mayer, Selave, and Caruso. And they created this emotional intelligence test. This test assesses people's ability to perceive, identify, understand, and manage emotions. So that's kind of the basis of emotional intelligence. A lot of people, it can mean how you understand yourself, your own emotions, and other people's emotions and relate to those and how you interact with them. And that can fall under, you know, conflict resolution skills, empathy, and other factors that it can help with. Now, emotions matter. You know, most people think that it's just regular intelligence in your IQ, but emotional intelligence is definitely almost the difference between book smarts and street smarts. But there's a difference with street smarts because all street smarts ain't good smarts. The benefits of having emotional intelligence can can be, you know, it benefits your attention, your memory, your learning. And by that, I mean, if you're actually genuinely interested in something and you're passionate about it, you're going to pay more attention to it. You're going to commit that more to your memory. You're going to learn it. You're going to go out of your way to learn it or find something to click with. Also, it'll help your decision making skills because you're interacting with people, especially when you're in a leadership role or a mentorship role with people. You're using your emotions to gauge that person and how they're reacting and figuring out what how you're going to communicate with them, how you can connect, how you can mentor and lead them, however that looks to you. Also, it helps your relationship quality and not just romantic relationships like with your family. We all know somebody that likes that you know how they like to be talked to. You yourself 
know how you like to be spoken to or how do you like to be interacted with even on a friendship level and that's why you we have the friends that we have why we are around the people we're around now sometimes that ties into things that don't serve you all the time which is a whole nother story in the grand scheme of things this can help your physical and mental health once you get to a certain level of emotional intelligence which will increase as you grow you're not as stressed out you're having less anxiety when you're interacting with people because you're not frustrated easily when they say or do something. You're very open and you're being receptive. And trust me, y'all, I know it's hard to be receptive to everybody in this world and every or everybody that you interact with. It's it's one of those things that takes practice that we have to continue to learn. And it's again Putting in the work isn't always easy. You know, nothing that comes easy is really worth it. And if we really want to change, like really, really want to change in many aspects of life, we need to start by being open to growth. Like if if our mind isn't open, then what's the point? Don't talk about it. Be about it. Being open helps us set the tone to this awareness thermometer that we have inside of us once we're open. And yes, it might feel different at first because we have we have to be vulnerable and honest with ourselves. You have that feeling in your heart sometimes. We are scared or just feeling the anxiety of the unknown. But try to be present and minimize that resistance. Trust me, like I, I, I know it is hard. And it's definitely easier said than done. Now that we've talked about the benefits of emotional intelligence, Let's look into the ways we can increase our emotional intelligence. Let's start with an example. When you're having a discussion with someone and it's about something very specific and they ask you if you know about it, they perceive that you may or may not know the answer. Will you feel that? And we sometimes feel that pressure that if someone thinks we know and we really don't know inside that makes us feel stupid or dumb, you know, and we're not that. Yes, we're all ignorant to some extent um, on life. And that is a term that we take a negative connotation to. Ignorant doesn't mean stupid. It just means that you don't know. And it's fine like to not know. But what's not fine is projecting that onto other people and your frustration. Like It's OK to say, I don't know. I heard a professor speaking at USC, and he said, it's not that we don't know that keeps us from growing. It's that we think we know, but we close our mind to what's possible. We all like to feel like we have all the answers, whether we're in a leadership role at work, as a parent, a sibling, even as an adult child being tech support for our parents, teaching them the basics of Zoom. <laughs> and I don't know if any of you had to teach your parents how to send emails back in the 90s and 2000, but that was rough. Child labor and working as an unpaid intern in the household. It's okay to not know how to do something, but what's not okay is to close ourselves off when we don't know and make up some bullshit like we do. That's wrong because we're scared to look stupid, quote unquote. What happens is we don't feel secure and we're vulnerable. You ever hear a person tell you something and when you start to ask questions, they get frustrated. They start talking faster and making less and less sense. 
Yeah, we do that sometimes. We got to start rewiring how we do things sometimes. That's a part of putting in the work. And it's just because we do things out of habit, whether they're learned from our environment. And it's not cool. We, we just get in these habits sometimes. And the moment that you feel it in your gut or any confusion or that feeling in your heart, really take a deep breath. And we've got to be open and honest with ourselves and figure out how to find the answer or solution. It's okay to ask for help. It's 2020. And despite COVID or anything else, we have the technology available to either reach out to someone, not physically, (laughs) ask Dr. Google, or we find a book or a reference to get the answer that we need. So chill and be still. Be secure and be in a place where we're knowing and growing. It's definitely a process to hold down the awareness of our surroundings, but it can and quite possibly will be done. This awareness helps you to make better choices. Always be learning. Challenge yourselves not to go into autopilot, as we've so famously talked about in the episode Autopilot from season one. Don't be out here creating fakery with no knowledge. How does that sound to y'all? Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. By that, I mean, take your time to be, to do the work. And once you find out the answer or the solution, then you'll have a smooth transition to applying it or relaying that information, whatever you do in life or do whatever it is you need to do and take your time. Don't rush. So now that we went over not rushing and thinking before reacting, emotionally intelligent people know that emotions can be powerful but also temporary. Things change, our emotions change. Even when a highly charged emotional event happens, it it still changes. You don't stay in that emotion forever. And that's one of the things you need to be aware of. That's where self-awareness comes into play. We, on average, feel 27 emotions a day. 27, that's a good bit. So that means our emotions change. That's proof that our emotions change throughout the day. We feel the same emotion more than once, but our feelings change just like our minds change. So now there's a few different categories, more than a few, that emotional intelligence is broken up into. Now I've seen three, four, and I've seen five. I look at the five that they have. Um, So there's internal motivation, self-regulation, self-awareness, empathy, and social awareness. First, we have internal motivation. That's the ability to make yourself work. No pressure from anything outside of yourself. And that might look like curiosity or a desire to fulfill your potential or something like seeing your vision come to life. Then you have self-regulation, and that's the ability to remain calm in trying emotional situations. And That's probably one of the hardest things within emotional intelligence that a lot of us have. You know, when somebody gets upset and you not to get upset with them or for you to not just go off on somebody when they're going off on you, as I say, clicking, Um, you know, somebody clicking on you, you click back. But that's not how we should react. We should stay calm and self-regulate and still be able to make clear headed decisions. It's definitely a necessary skill for people who 
plan on having fast-paced jobs or high-stress-level jobs. So then after self-regulation, we have self-awareness. And we mentioned that before. That's pretty much the ability to evaluate yourself socially and understand how your behavior is being perceived by others. That is sometimes hard to do as well. That's another one of the hardest things to do because if somebody else is getting upset and you're feeling yourself getting upset and you're not aware of that, you're already feeding off of that energy, you're not aware that is a dangerous mixture. That is an appetite for distraction. Your self-awareness can also help you train yourself to think about your emotions in a productive way. So instead of thinking of why am I feeling this way, think, what is making me feel like this? You see what I'm saying? That gives you a less emotional charge to that question and you can look a little more objectively. Trust me, it's hard to keep this in your mind, especially when things are going on. But like I said, take a deep breath, find your place, and it's going to take practice. Then there's empathy. Empathy is just being able to understand how others feel and put yourself in their shoes. That's the most basic definition. So being able to relate to somebody, especially when you're in a leadership or a friendship or even a mentorship role to be able to help someone else. Or if you're just in that position, it could be in a relationship, having empathy like that is one of the needs to feel understood, you know, and to feel seen and heard that we have. And when you see and hear someone else, you are reciprocating that back to them and creating them space. Finally, we have social awareness. Social awareness is being able to pick up on social cues and communicate well with others. Now, I know that's one of those things that you develop over time. Maybe that's one of the things you may or may not have developed as you grew older. Like I know in my teenage years, it took me a little while to be able to have certain type of social awareness. Now I had the social awareness when it came to making money, right? And interacting people and selling things. That is something I don't have a problem with as far as physical sales. Now, when it comes to interacting with people, having an actual conversation, that's something that I had to grow in and develop as I got older. So whatever that looks like for you, keep that in mind. That also can be a part of self-awareness, how you interact with other people and think about your own social cues to kind of notice other social cues. Now, it's not a one size fits all, but that's something that you get as time goes on. Pretty much sums up what we're going to cover right now in a nutshell as far as emotional intelligence. It matters. It's more than IQ and book smarts and knowledge. You can read a book, but emotional intelligence is is like your gut. It's your intuition and the things that you notice and see and perceive and how you're managing all of those things and those factors in life emotionally. That's a beautiful thing. And it's unfortunately, it's something that's not really taught when we were growing up. Now, I'm only speaking from my generation. It wasn't taught when I was growing up. Now I, I've heard that it's in more curriculum and some parents even teach emotional intelligence, which is amazing. Emotional intelligence, it's going to help you be better in the workplace, better in relationships and a well-rounded person. Sometimes we have to get to know ourselves again. I feel like we get so caught up in life and the routine of 
waking up, showering, going to work, going to sleep, and doing the same thing over again, we get in these habits and in a sense lose our identity. Some of us are living for the weekend or for when we get off to watch Netflix or Disney Plus to see Baby Yoda. And that's okay to decompress. But what are your coping mechanisms? Are they healthy? Are they out of habit? Do they even serve you? It's about getting to know ourselves and those around us better. So it's not just internal, it's external. And there's some pretty dope benefits of it. You get more fulfilling relationships, better health, and you're not stressing yourself and you're overall more successful. Now, I'm not saying that if you don't have a deep level of emotional intelligence that you don't currently have good relationships, success, or health. But gradually improving your knowledge of self and the people around can definitely improve your quality of life by making it less stressful, helping you create more meaningful and more communicative bonds, and reducing those migraines, anxiety, and the other things you might have going on. I mean, it sounds like success to me. This episode right here, it's only the beginning of emotional intelligence. We'll be taking a deeper dive as time goes by. And also, you can check out IG at the underscore art underscore of underscore Ashley. The posts about emotional intelligence, about emotional availability, and other things as well to help us love ourselves more. Hop on IG, follow me, and go rate this episode. You know, give it some stars, write a review. Please, I'd appreciate it so much. And also check out the YouTube page at Official Love Me Podcast. It's in the link in my bio on my IG. It's the link for YouTube, merch, and Facebook, all the ways that we can connect to each other. Now, don't forget to check me out this Tuesday and every Tuesday for the Love Me Podcast Season 2. Again, thank you all for joining me, whether this is your first time your fifth time, or your 15th time. (laughs) Emotional intelligence, it's so deep, and it's a key in loving ourselves. Y'all know why we do this? Because I love me. Do you love you? Y'all have a great day.